You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. Hey, what's the worst going to happen? It doesn't record? <laughs> it's not like that hasn't happened before. <laughs> hey, do you hear that music? It's because it's not there. Oh. But... Uh, <laughs> There's music in the background, and it's 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 time for Animal Talk. We're here to uh, help you with your pets. That's what we're here to do. Best doggone pet people on the planet, like the guy sitting across from me. I'm Brian Donovan. The Viceroy. The Viceroy. <laughs> uh, Dr. Yvonne Probus. I don't think she's showing up. Probus, she's not showing up. No, today. she's not showing up. She had, a, she had a vet emergency. That's what you get when you work with an emergency vet you know traffic really sucks today too. yeah traffic and she gets a, a vet emergency and uh so there you go so yvonne is tied up with that but uh matt fox is here i figured i'd join any join join you guys again what the heck was, i had a good time the last time yeah. well, uh, well it's all about you man it's all yeah, as long as you're having a good time man. that's all that I'm is <laughs> so uh we're here with uh, uh at a bar called selena's in madison heights michigan and it's uh, the Podcast Detroit Meetup, and Dave, one of the owners uh, of Podcast Detroit and the host of IT in the D, they, uh, they was like, yeah, I got the remote stuff in the trunk. You want to set it up? I'm like, yeah, sure, that beats the hell out of going to the studio. You can hang out here, have a couple of beers, and, and do the show here. So. Yeah, it's like, uh, it's like being at a bar and yeah. doing a radio show at the same time. Sure. It's like it's my worlds are clashing here. This is... <laughs> But I don't have any of my sound effects because uh, you know I didn't bring all my adapters and all the busy business to uh, to make. It. I didn't know I didn't know what this would be. So that's all right. I got uh, that for you, Captain. You have a message. That is it. We do the emails and we help people. So uh, well, it, it was asking for it. So let's. Uh, you want to jump into it? Let's right? do it. Let's jump right in. All right. It. So uh, assuming it's uh, thoughts on leaving a car, a dog, leaving a car and a dog. Uh, you never leave a car in a dog. Um, I've been I've been here at the podcast meetup for a little bit, I mean, so let's just say that. <laughs> oh, and right on, brilliant. Okay, so Dave Dave's uh, checking in. He's like, "You sound great." So I was curious because there was a pop up. I wasn't sure if it works, but uh, so all right, here you go. Your thoughts on leaving a dog in a car? So assuming there's no temperature issues. Okay. Is there? How is that not a thing? All right, but assuming there's no temperature issues. Um, I'm, I'm cross-posting here, but uh, I'm sure there's all sorts of emergencies one cannot prevent when leading, leaving your uh, dog at home. Uh, but my yard isn't a two-ton vehicle with instruments, brakes uh, inside that a dog can easily nudge and result in the car moving, nor is my yard a metal vehicle that can uh, be broken into a... Uh, Where's this email bro- going? Where the hell is this email going? I don't know. I didn't read it ahead of time. Okay. Um, so my, my vehicle isn't a, a metal contraption that can be broken into by good Samaritans, finger quotes, to finger quotes, save my dog. Uh, nor is my yard out in the public where anyone can walk right up. So uh, it's not even about the dog being well behaved. It's about people in the entire world outside of the car um, and the other side of the windows. Uh, the point being, the car is not designed to be a dog kennel, nor is a car safe for that use, nor should one use it for that purpose over many hours, <laughs> or at all. So is this a question or like a soapbox issue? I think it's person? more of a soapbox thing. Um, minutes maybe, but not hours. I would leave in my do- I would leave my dog in my car for more, no more than a few minutes with the windows partially rolled down regardless of the temps. Um, outside temps don't matter when the air inside the car is getting stale and the windows start fogging up. So this person is advocating for, you know, I'm going to leave my car and the dog for a minute. What right does a person have to come and smash my windows out? Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what. Um, the whole thing to me is, is temperature. Uh, I mean, we're told that every, every spring here, you know, when yeah. the weather starts heating up, you always have the advisories. Don't leave the, the dog or cat in the car. I'll tell you what, a lot of people travel around with their, their dog. My daughter, for instance, had a cat. Yeah, yeah. And she would go everywhere with this cat. This cat would ride on the dashboard, loved it. And, um, you know, as, as long as you're being safe about the, you know, the temperatures, I don't see any problem with it. I, I really don't. I mean, uh, I, you know, really, what is, what is the harm in traveling around with your dog? 
And she she had a dog for a while, so she had a cat and a oh, dog. Would you go into the store and uh, you know? Would you run into the bank and make a deposit? Would you run into the store and pick up eggs and cheese? Well, and- not with the car running, but I mean, you know, if it's seventy degrees outside, yeah, and you're driving around, you leave the windows cracked a little bit. I I, I don't have a problem with it. But I mean, it's it's been more popular in the news, and I've seen people in, in grocery store parking lots. And this fall here in Michigan, it was a little warmer today. But uh, in her tempid days, you know, high in 65, and then a dog is in the car and a person having just a meltdown in the parking lot. I can't believe that person left. And they're looking for a brick to smash the window open. I'm like, oh, my God, I want to stand here and watch this because this will be fun. (laughs) Well, you know what, though? Uh, That said, what I I just said, if you you are used to that, um, I mean, it, it does happen at least once a year. I read about a police dog. That's in a car, oh, yeah. and then ends up, you know, getting heat stroke or wow. dying because they're just used to having the dog in the car, and they're not really thinking about it. How much, uh, you know, uh, heat gain there's going to be in the summer? You have all the windows. It's um, yeah. Just earlier this week, I was watching a video of a vet who was actually sitting in his car yeah. with the windows just cracked open, all four of them cracked, maybe an inch or two, and he was watching the temperature in the car rise, yeah. and it was up to 108. 108 degrees in the car. He was sweltering at that point. It's like, I don't know why you put your pet through this. Right. Yeah. But on the tip of day, I totally, I'm, I'm with you, Brian. If it's 65, 70 degrees out, that's not that bad. But if you're hitting 90s and the hundreds, just outside, yeah. in your dog or cat in the car. But right. the direct sunlight will crank that heat up inside there pretty darn quick, too. You know, doesn't, doesn't this kind of, this situation kind of beg for some sort of uh, invention? Yes. That would keep track of the, the temperature, maybe in an emergency. You're away, Brian. Air conditioner. <laughs> Something, right? I mean, or an app. An app that would alert you that, uh, you know, it's... It, I mean, I, I, cars, yeah. I mean, through apps and everything, I mean, you're so connected with everything. I'm sure you could have an app that could tell you what the interior temperature of your car is at any given moment, yeah. whether you're in it or not. And right. if you have a Cadillac, it will. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's some sort of emergency feature, right? Come on, car companies. Come on. Because, you know, it's not just dogs. I mean, it oh, happens yeah. every year with children as yes. well. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, uh, these tragic, tragic situations. Remember last year, there's a college professor in a hurry, doesn't normally take the kid to daycare, had the kid in the back seat, just oh, a toddler, yeah, yeah. parks his car at the college, forgets the kids there. I mean, talk, I mean, how do you live with yourself, right? I'm 90% so, sure there's another podcast doing a whole story on that one. Yeah. I think, uh, I think, is it undisclosed? I think undisclosed is doing a whole thing on that. But yeah, there's, uh, it was a, it's a, it's a big news story because he's getting prosecuted for murder. Yeah. They, they had him up on murder charges. Um, yeah. So, and that's what, and that's what people were calling for. So, and then you got to believe that he's a dad and he just like, he's got to live with that every day. And oh, just, yeah. Yeah. The punishment that he's putting himself through is just. I mean, we've all done absent minded things with, uh, yeah. you know, pets, other people, children, sure. where you, you, you just don't think. I, I took my daughter and her friends years ago to see a movie. They wanted to see a movie. Which right. And, uh, well, I'm going to tell you, they're about 10 years old, my daughter and her friends. And I hadn't heard of this movie. I went and took them to see. Borat. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> if you can imagine, women. at what point did you know this was not a good decision? A, a, to make? a middle-aged man <laughs> with four young girls taking the seat. That's Borat. really boosting their self-esteem. Well, you know the fight scene where they're running through the hotel convention center naked. That kind of <laughs> flopping. That kind of hit it home to me that maybe it was a bad idea. That was a lot of flopping man there. Yes, yes it was. That's not Burning Man. That was flopping man. <laughs> Thank that you. Was... So we've all we've all done boneheaded things. Oh my God! Yes. Wow. Oh. <laughs> and believe me, after that movie was over, I wish somebody had left me in a car <laughs> with the windows up. Ay ay ay! I got another email here. Read the mail. Read the mail. Do we dare to dream? Um, Brian, if you were to design a dream dog run, how would you do it? A dog um, run? Yeah, our, do- our dog loves to be outside, and I'm fine with that during the day as long as they're not tearing up the, the yard. Uh, we have a very large yard, uh, but want to split it up and make a, a dog run. That way the toddler can play outside without finding poop and whatever. And um, I'd like to do it without having to lay down uh, mulch. Um, there's shade on one side, 
what would what what could I do okay. to make a dog run? And if you were designing a dog run, because you're kind of a mad scientist inventor, what would you do? Okay, now I always think from the user's point of view, so I'm thinking from the dog's point of view. Okay. And I'm also recalling an experience I had just a couple weeks ago where I shot skeet for the first time. Okay. So I like that that you said the user's point of view, and yeah. you said the dog and not necessarily the owner. Right. I love that. All right, go ahead. You shot skeet. I shot skeet. So I'm thinking the dog hits. You know, you know when you shoot skeet, you say pull. And uh, then you, you shoot the, the thing out of the air. Yeah, yeah. Dog puts his paw on a button, and a sacrificial squirrel is <laughs> let loose in the yard. Right? And then, so you load it up with a half a dozen squirrels before you go to work. Oh, my God. Right? Like fake blow-up helium balloon squirrels. Oh, uh, real squirrels. <laughs> real squirrels. I'm thinking about the user's point of view. This is an animal show for animal lovers, Brian. Well, you know... Um, I put on my inventor's hat. <laughs> no, actually, uh, it would be some pretty happy. You know, be happy you know what's interesting about this? Yeah. The um, that we have no business doing this show. Aphis, Aphis, yeah. uh, animal and plant health, blah blah blah. Uh, uh, the government agency that that yeah. looks after uh, you know animals, you know, pets, plants. Um, they have they weigh in on this for breeders for for uh, commercial breeders. But for commercial breeders, there is such a a uh, it's this ideal situation for a, a dog run. And what it incorporates is and it's for puppies. Different surfaces, slippery surfaces, hard surfaces, inclines, declines. So they actually uh, there are government eggheads that are trying to figure out the ideal dog run, just as you're presenting here for people, you know, animal husbandry for, you know, pet professionals, breeders, commercial breeders, hobby breeders, because um, during the first few weeks of a puppy's life, uh, this, it's, you know, quite, quite a central point, they have to get used to certain, you know, surfaces, you know, walking on slippery surfaces, whether it's an indoor surface, outdoor surface, carpet, grass, so all these are incorporated in this ideal run, and it's going to be legislated, believe it or not. That is nutty. Okay. So, uh, I'm trying to, our intern Sam is trying to make her way here, and we're not at the studio, but she was coming, so I'm trying to tell Sam where we're at. Just keep driving. Just um, keep driving, keep driving Sam. <laughs> keep driving. Follow the sound of my voice. All right. But, uh, all right. Just go east. What do you want me to do? You can text Sam and tell her you got my phone. But uh, that's, so you were kind of joking saying you put live squirrels in there. Um, it's almost like coursing, hair coursing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Hair coursing, um, well, it was legal the last time we did this show together. <laughs> yes, it was. Back in the- We've had a little bit of a hiatus. Hair coursing has been illegal since 2005. Um, I, I don't think, I think you were done by 2005. Uh, was it 2005, Jamie? It was a while ago, wasn't it? Yeah, well, I mean, hair coursing in London, in England. Yeah. When well, we first illegal. started doing the show. No, no, but when you no, left. Cockfighting in your living room was legal. Right. So. <laughs> That's true. That's true. But uh, so hair coursing was kind of a, a sport, kind of a weekend hobby for a lot of people in, in England. Sure. Uh, but it's been illegal since 2005. But just because it's illegal doesn't mean people aren't doing it anymore. Right. Uh, So the police are using drones in Lincolnshire uh, to find the hair coursing operations. The hair coursing cartel? That is it. Yep. Four men suspected of setting dogs on hairs have been arrested by police officers using drones. Really? Drone better. So this is like an underground thing. No robots. Drone better. I don't know. Anyway, that's like my worst Iron Man <laughs> bit ever. Okay. Uh, so, Lincolnshire Police Operations uh, Galileo is is an attempt... Oh, the Operation Galileo is an attempt to stamp out hair coursing, which uh, was reported to be out of control in the county. Uh, the force said it's uh, introduced measures to tackle what is described as the scourge of the English countryside. It is said that the first time it has had to use drone... In live operations and investigations, four men from Darlington were arrested near South Kaimi on Sunday for trespassing in pursuit of a game. Uh, it was one of the number of inc- one of a number of incidents reported over the weekend. Lincolnshire is one of the areas most frequently targeted by coursers, 
uh, police said in the county they had to deal with 2,000 calls in the 2015-2016 hair coursing season. Well, you know, they have these coursing events here. Right. But they don't use live animals. Right, right. They use like a cable with a, like a white plastic bag that they, all these, like a series of pulleys that goes yeah. over hundreds of yards. And uh, the dogs chase the, the, uh, the it's cor- called coursing, they chase the bag. Yeah. And they're, they're judged according to their accuracy in chasing this, this thing and, and how closely they pursue it. Yeah, so it's uh, like you and your squirrel run. <laughs> don't pull, try, don't try pulling that crap in England because they're after you with drones. You know, drones are going to change everything. Yeah, they're going to change everything. And no more nude sunbathing for me. <laughs> no, I mean I'm starting <laughs> oh, yeah, my yeah. nude sunbathing yeah, yeah. regimen because of the drones. Oh, I think you okay. know. If it's because it's all about you. Hey, if your if your drone sees me naked, that's your problem. Oh, exactly. <laughs> Hoping to get that thing out there on Google on Google Maps. Oops, happened again. Hello, uh, Google Earth. Brian's make jump. a right at Here the Pelinc- Peninsula. <laughs> yeah. Peninsula in air quotes. All right, so. Um, my dog, I have another email here. Not my dog, but this person's dog. Another email. Dear Animal Talk. What? Matt, Matt, my sound machine died. What, what happened, man? I was like, wait. I was like, sorry. Dear, dear. There you go. All right. There you go. Sorry. All right. I'm taking care of Sam. I know. He was. He was. Matt's doing other stuff. All right. So here's an email. Why all of a sudden is my dog eating inedibles? Inedibles. Uh, yep. So, okay, so today I took my little female weenie dog to a friend's house to visit uh, for a visit for a bit, but her dog got agitated about something and attacked my dog. All my dog got was a little scrape on the back of her neck because uh, we were right there to break up the disagreement. Her dog was very large, mine very small. Now we're home and all is well. Here's where it kicks into all caps. Okay. Read that into it. Except my dachshund is now eating everything. Plastic wrappers, cardboard, wood chips, anything she can find on the floor. Well, clean up your damn house. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, And then drinking tons of water and then eating more plastic. What do I do? Um, I read a little bit about, uh, yeah, why all of a sudden is she doing this? Uh, Does she how old the dog is? She's fully vetted, uh, nine years old. Um, she's been fine since birth. Hasn't done anything like this ever. Um, she's been fed plenty today. She's not hungry. Uh, does do you have an idea what she's why she's doing this and how I can stop? So her? the owner is uh, associated with this episode with the getting nipped at the friend's getting house nipped. earlier. Yeah, which is you know a, a, a nine-year-old dog. Right. Is an object in motion. They tend to stay in motion. You tend to have the same animal every single day, right? After yeah, about a year or two. Sure. So whenever they change their behavior suddenly, it's due to some sort of stress, either internal or external. I would. Uh, it, it could be from this, but there maybe maybe the dog was injured and there's something going on. I would take the dog to the vet, make sure there's no injury going on. Right. And uh, uh, as far as is that. Uh, Sometimes what will happen is because of some kind of trauma, a uh, aberrant behavior crops up, and it turns into a behavior pattern. At nine years old, this is pretty odd for this to happen at nine years. So first thing I would do is make sure the dog's not in any kind of chronic pain. Maybe the dog was injured. Maybe there's a broken bone. Who knows? Oh, yeah. yeah. So I would take the dog to the vet, rule that out. And if you can't, uh, if you can't figure out what's wrong, I would... Okay, imagine when you first got that dog. Right. Uh, dear wiener dog owner, um, uh, what did what did you do when it was a puppy? You probably sequestered it to certain areas of the house, crated it when it was a, a puppy. Do the same thing. So retrain the dog to break that habit. The only way you're going to break that habit is by taking those um, taking those uh, behaviors out of its uh, out of its repertoire. So well, yeah, pick, I was kind of joking when I said clean your damn house, but. If there's not stuff on the floor for them to pick up, yeah, yeah, and when you can't keep an eye on your dog, yeah, make you sure they don't have the opportunity to make a mistake. Exactly, create the dog or put the dog in an area where those things can't happen. It's been 12 years. I get, I get one or two of these. Things. Yes, yeah, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. It took me 12 years, but 12 years and another maybe I don't know 30 or 40 years. You won't need me, Jamie. 
I will always need you, Brian. I always, that was so cute. Always need you. <laughs> Thanks, We're holding Jamie. hands under the table. <laughs> Thanks. That's not my hand, Jamie. <laughs> That's my arm. <laughs> so the but I do thing, appreciate the sentiment. The other thing they could do with this wiener dog is put that little bun costume back on him. Yes. Because that gives them warmth and security. Yes, like a thunder jacket. Uh, it would make feel so much better. Yes. yes. So, like a thunder jacket. This little bun costume. <laughs> Man, what a life for a wiener dog, you know? How the humiliations you got to go through again and again. But, you know, it's got to be fun. It's got to some degree. It's got to be fun. I mean, look at all the, the pictures you get in social media ah, for a wiener dog. There you are. <laughs> uh, my drunk owner put ketchup all over me. Yeah, I'm a wiener dog. I get it. So, Brian, um, you mentioned your daughter and her cat that traveled with her a lot and was really good with driving around and being in cars. Yeah. Um, she had a different living situation, and so the cat was living with you for a little while. And I yeah. loved, uh, um, crap, I forgot his name, not Marshall. Hamish. 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 I, I, I was digging Hamish. Uh, you said Hamish is, uh, what's going on with Hamish? Should I not? Should I go here? No, absolutely. Okay, absolutely. Uh, so you had to rehome Hamish? So Hamish is actually with a, a good friend of mine. Right, right. Single woman, quiet household. Hamish grew up in a frat house. Okay. So Hamish is used to, like, this kind of noise here. Yeah. Hamish, I, I should have donated that cat to this bar. <laughs> Hamish would just be chilling here, eating pizza, right you know, deep-fried mushrooms and being, you know, uh, yeah, jalapeno <laughs> popper whore. Jalapeno. <laughs> so, um, Honesty. So this cat is a, is a very rare cat in the sense that any new environment, sure. nothing matters, as long as... His food dish is full, and his right water dish is full, and uh, so she loves this cat. Absolutely loves the cat. This cat loves her. She's got these like open stairs. Got a really cool pad, and uh, the cat loves to kind of perch on the stairs and look at people. It's a great environment for the cat. I would not have done that had that been like a typical cat that is, you know, really averse to change. Sure, yeah, yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, Hamish is doing awesome. Oh, good. He's, yeah. Well, if good. Hamish ever needs a place. I'm, I'm calling dibs. Oh, now now you want him. Now you want him. <laughs> you didn't offer. I didn't know you were gonna. I didn't know he was. He's going. a cool cat. He's a cool cat. So, I mean, I got a cat. I got Percy, and he's kind of a jerk. I don't know how he'd do with another cat, but uh, but how frequently do you hear that, Brian? Where if you if you adopt a cat, if you get a cat, how, how often do you hear from the breeder or from whoever you're adopting from that this cat that you're getting does not like other cats or kids or animals. Oh, it happens a lot with cats. With cats again? It happens a lot with cats. Jamie's yeah. over here. They're thinking here. about doing that again. They're thinking about going to get another cat, but our existing cat, Honeypot, who you really don't like the name. Honeypot. Uh, I like the name. <laughs> Honeypot. Uh, she does not get along with other cats, apparently, but yeah. we're, we're tempted to try it out. So, if we were to do that, how, how would we go about getting Honeypot used to another animal? First of all, be careful. Be yeah. careful with this, because cats can be really weird about this. Yes. And um, cats have this, this way of dealing with stress where they will come up with a behavior that is nearly... Impossible to they become resolve. a different person. Peeing on your yes. pillow. Yeah, how old is the cat? She's four and a half or five years old right now. Okay, and she doesn't like other cats, and you know that. That's what we're told, but we don't know that for certain. You know what? Then test drive a cat. Okay. See if you can bring one home and see if uh, if she. How do you okay think she got it? the name Honey Pot? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Sorry. Well played. Well played. <laughs> I was just curious about that. We were talking about you know having you have Percy and bringing another cat into the mix. Yeah. Now how would that work out? But why, why do you, you want another? Why do you? I my mom, my wife is asking for. It, Don't so. you have daughters? They're older, so it doesn't matter at this point. Aren't they catty enough? <laughs> <laughs> Jamie, Jamie wants to jump in. Jamie, jump in. Susie can. All right, so we're, but we're here at Selena's Bar and uh, being served by a Hi, wonderful Jamie. staff. And and we have uh, uh, Jamie with us. So and I, I told Jamie that we're going to make her sit down and and talk about her pets. I don't know if she has any trouble or not, but uh, so Jamie, thanks for being here. Thank you for having me. And uh, so, what kind of pets do you have? I have two dogs: a Chihuahua Terrier and a Cocker Spaniel. All right, so like a medium and a tiny one. Just about, yeah. All right. They're both rescues. They're both, nice. they're both rescues. Well, good for you. Good Excellent. for you, Jamie. All right, how old How old were they when, when you got them? Uh, the one was two years old, found in a hoarder house in Savannah, Georgia, with really? 72 other dogs. And my other one was a puppy when I rescued her, Lucy. 
Okay. Did you get them at the same time or? No, about a year and a half apart. Okay. So who came? Who came first? My Lucy, my cocker spaniel. Uh, See, so. I was I was actually rescued from a hoarder's house. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they, I believe it. Yeah, there, there was a collector. It's a very odd sort of hoarding where they they collect um, short Irish guys. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't happen very. Yeah. <laughs> this booth. It's, uh, <laughs> this booth. We're, we're all rescues. Yes. Did you have any trouble accumulating the the one to the other when you when you brought them in? No, actually they got along a lot better than I thought. I was one that had trouble giving more attention to the one. I was scared to be jealous, so I think it hurt me a little more than that. So you have you have two. Yes. You have the two. Um, can I ask you how old you are? 28. 28. Do you have kids? I do not. Okay. So this is, yeah, right. So this is a good situation where you're able to devote a lot of time, right? Do you take them to dog parks? Do you? Not many here. I can just run with them because they don't go close by me. So more so neighborhood walking instead of dog parks. Okay. So what, do you have any issues with them? Are they, are they well behaved? Is there anything that you would wish they would do or didn't do? Uh, They beg. I'm not going to lie. Mom wasn't that good with the disciplinary, so... I kind of ruined them from the get-go. But do you, do you give them morsels from the table now and again? I do. And you know oh, okay. that you know that actually creates the problem, right? <laughs> yes, I yeah. do. So I they're know. they're training you very well. Oh, they've got me really trained. Oh. Trained early. <laughs> so which one of the two are more dominant? Is the Chihuahua or the Cocker Spaniel? Which one are more dominant? The Cocker Spaniel. Cocker Spaniel. Yeah. Did you ever have any submissive wedding problems with the Cocker Spaniel? No. No. no? Is that common with, with the other cockers? Yeah, with cockers, it's very very common. Yeah. 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 yeah no. a lot of piddly How about well, that? me. That's just because yeah, I'm old. She, actually, she gets excited. She does a little oh, yeah. bit. Okay. Yeah, she that, does. That's submissive wedding, yeah. yeah. That, that happens. You know not to, don't correct the dog for it because it's, they're doing it because they're submissive to begin with. Right. So if you call attention to it or you shame the dog or you, you yell at them, it gets worse. I know. So I know. Yeah. Okay. So. <laughs> Don't be on anything good either. All right, Jamie, thank you. We pulled you away. We dragged you into the booth to talk to us. I'm glad you did. But oh, Jamie, my God. Okay, right on. Jamie, do you have a, a menu? I'm starving. I didn't, I didn't even have lunch today. I got a bunch of food right here. What? Oh, I didn't even see that. Can you? All right, whip us up a plate. Oh, Jamie, you're a sweetheart. Thank you so much. Thank you. <laughs> I like this. We should do this live from here all the time. Just saying. Oh, um, <laughs> my goodness. Where's the webcam when you need it, right? Um, Selena's Bar, we're in Madison Heights, is Podcast Detroit. It's a podcaster's meetup. So there's just a crap ton of, of podcasters hanging out, chit-chatting. And uh, we've, we've been doing our show the last two or three from uh, the Podcast Detroit studios. And uh, just came up here, and uh, Dave, uh, he's a host of IT and the D, and he was like, well, I got the stuff in the car. You could do the show from here. And I'm like, oh. I'm in. So. By, by the way, you know, a little plug for Podcast Detroit. What a great host yeah. for our show. Oh, my God. Yeah. These, these guys are the best. They got they, they got it dialed in. Um, really, really nice uh, people it's, it's a really plug and play. And kind of because we've done, we've been in really nice radio studios. Yeah. And we've been in some uh, just uh, shit shows. Thank you, Jamie. <laughs> what a sweet, sweet Oh, Jamie, person. thank you. Thank you. All right. I chowed down. You listen all you because I chowed down before. Yeah? So, all right. All right. right. So while you nibble a little, I'm going to mess with you and Matthew. You can just kind of speak up. I'm going to be since, surfing, uh, not nibbling. Since, uh, oh, speak of the devil, right? There he is. Speak of the devil, hey. the, the devil appears. We got uh, Dave. He is he is the host of IT and the you, D. You, the words were very confusing. <laughs> <laughs> you, you missed it. You missed it. all these accolades. We're saying what what great host, you know, Podcast Detroit, and yeah, you right. guys have it dialed in. Seven twenty-eight, Mark. I'm totally going back and listening to lines. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta go back. It's, we were we were we were Raven, and uh, it's uh, we've been in some just some uh, hell holes of uh, deep radio stations. WPON. And, uh, yeah. At SDS in Ypsilanti. Were you yeah. there? Yes, I was there. Oh, my oh, God. The, the, the cat box. Yeah. The cat yeah. box. <laughs> I was telling them about the cat yeah. box of a radio station. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. We've been in, we've been in great radio stations. We've been in, you know, uh, crappy ones. And, and we've really, we really enjoy and appreciate what you guys so have set up. Great, it's great having you guys in. That's so awesome. well done, Dave. Well done. Very, very well, nice. As it turns out, I had the remote broadcast here in my car, so away we go. Yeah, so, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Brian was uh, a, a little peckish, so he needed some food. 
And so I said, all right, Brian, you, you chow on some food, and uh, I'll do a bit. This has got nothing to do with pets whatsoever. Uh, but I'm glad you're here because it's relatively ridiculous, and I think you'll get a kick out of it. Okay. So i got a list of names here. Um, I just can't tell whether these are porn stars or coffee flavors. No, no, really? <laughs> yeah. Are we going well, there? Doctor, yeah, oh, yeah. Right. Dr. Yvonne is in here, so we can be bad boys. Um, and just nothing to do with pets, but, you know, bring the funny. All right. So um, here you go. We have, uh, I'll give you two names. You have to tell me which one's a porn star and uh, which one is a coffee flavor. Okay. We have uh, Honey Luau and Cantaloupe Patch. <laughs> honey Luau. Honey Luau or Cantaloupe Patch. One's a porn star, one's a coffee flavor. I'm going to go Honey Luau. See, to me, Cantaloupe Patch sounds like the worst. Like, who wants cantaloupe flavored coffee? <laughs> so that's got to be the stripper. Uh, uh, that's got to be out of China or Japan. But I go. I, I got the other one for You're uh, going the other way? For a porno. Yeah, All right, Matt, you are right. Honey Luau is the porn star. Uh, See, Matt, you have an unfair advantage when it comes to this. <laughs> Who in the ever-living God drinks cantaloupe-flavored coffee? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. People All in right. Florida, maybe? All right, how about on the other this hand, one? On the other hand, cantaloupe-flavored patch. Uh, I have heard there are some people <laughs> that say that breast milk tastes like cantaloupe. Ah, uh, so there you are. I can see the... All right. There. I have a story about breast milk. Can, we, can, I, can I share it? Please. Please. Okay, I was uh, a friend of mine... <laughs> Uh, I was watching her, her her child. I was married at the time. Okay. I was watching her child in the morning. Uh, and I was doing this thing. And you had needed your coffee. <coughs> no, you she don't. Walked, <laughs> you don't she, take it black. She would bring her baby over, and she would uh, bring the formula over. Okay. And I would test it on my wrist. I'd run it under hot water. You should have to, yeah. yeah. I'd lick it off dead, my wrist. Stuff right and up. I was doing this in front of my ex-wife. You know, at the, She's my wife at the time. And she said, you just licked that off your wrist. I said, yeah. You know, it's formula. She said, that's Angela's breast milk. <laughs> and I said, I've been, I've been consuming breast milk this whole time. And she's oh. like, yeah, I'm like, it's, it's not half bad. It tastes like the milk that's uh, when you're done eating a bowl of Lucky Charms. Right, right. right. It's the milk that's left over. That's what it tastes like. I didn't like. eat breast like milk. Almond ever. milk. Info, right. I don't eat it. Good stuff. It tastes like almond milk. Right. And they call it almond milk because you couldn't sell nut juice. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, we got a marketing expert here. <laughs> That's it. All right, here's another one. Uh, is it a coffee flavor or porn star? Which one is which? We have Caramel Kisses and Candy Charms. Caramel Ooh, Kisses, Candy Charms. One. Caramel Kisses is the coffee. You think so? Yeah, I think so. All right. Yeah, Candy Charms, that's that's an absolute porn that, star. That's a porn <laughs> star. All right, yeah, you guys are, you guys are those there. Yeah. Those are those. I would are actually those. try caramel kisses. <laughs> I, I'd try both either way. <laughs> I would pay five dollars for caramel kisses. I would easily throw a twenty at candy charms. Right. That's right. <laughs> All right. Here we go. We got another one. We have uh, either a porn star or coffee flavor. We have whiska or cricket. Whiska. Whiska. One is a porn star. One is a whiska. Whiska. Yes. Or cricket. W i s k. American confections of coffee. I'm going to go cricket as the coffee flavor. No, no, you're wrong. It's whiska is the coffee. Because you would whisk it. It would be logical. Cricket is a niche porn star that has extremely hairy legs. Did they make sound when she rubbed them together too? I was going with the chirping. Yeah, but I'm thinking the chirping sound. Holy crap. You uh, started this. Cricket, I know. <laughs> Tell us who's right for all the wrong reasons. Uh, cricket is the coffee flavor, and Whiska ah. is the porn star. Yes. Whiska? That is, that is it. And this is why I have to add, I have to add the cheap hotel bell into the remote gear. Absolutely. Yeah, that's it. That's, that's, yeah, that's on, the, that's on the table there. That's what that's, what that's for. It's a rim shot. It's, it is. Yeah. All we were, right. You have to understand, we were so happy when Wired released an article that was like five essential pieces of gear that every podcast needs to have, and number five was cheesy motel bell. Fair play. And I was like, you're damn right. We're in. Right. <laughs> Hell yeah. You're doing ding, something right. Ding. Ding. one thing. We're, we're number five. Ding. <laughs> See, and right now I would ding the bell. I would ding the bell. Yep. Do we want to do one more? One more. One. All right, do one more here. All right, coffee flavor or porn star, one of each, rock candy. Rainbow Aurora. Ah. Rock candy, 
Rainbow Aurora, one's a porn star, one's a coffee flavor. I feel like a rock candy is a porn star that brings you cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> hoping. You're still hoping. Okay. Rock candy, and the other one is... Uh, uh, Rainbow Aurora. Rainbow Aurora is a coffee flavor you that you can mix in that rock candy I, into it. I feel like no, we're not going to mix in rock candy with Aurora. No. I feel like Rainbow Aurora is the girl at... Uh, what is that cosplay convention that happens in October? Oh, my God. Yes. Yomacon? Yeah. She's the, one, she's the one that gets Chris Hansen showing up around the corner. Like, Man, why don't you have a seat? That's a tough one. I'm going to go with Rainbow Aurora is the uh, yeah is the porn star. Yeah. All right, Rainbow Aurora is the coffee. Is it really? Yeah, Rock Candy is uh, the I porn star. Mix that stuff in. Right? All right. Uh, <laughs> I just can't stop. <laughs> and, and that's what both porn stars uh, and coffee count on. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 Right. One more uh, song. One more song. All right. Mudslide. <laughs> Coffee flavor oh. or porn star. <laughs> Just the one. Mudslide. <laughs> Coffee flavor or porn star. I hope to God it's a coffee flavor. It's a coffee flavor. All right. Nice segue from the pet. But Dave, do you have any pets? I do. I have uh, two dogs and a cat. Oh, wow. Okay. I have a, uh, a purebred Yorkie Ooh. and a Yorkie Poo. You have a, your purebred Yorkie in a mutt. Okay. Well, no. So what happened is, is so my wife wanted a lap dog. All right. And so we bought the Yorkie, and then the Yorkie wound up being a throwback, and so he's like, oh, wow. yeah, yeah. And, and like he's not your typical. He's not a little Yorkie. He's one of those prehistoric Yorkies. Yorkies. He is. Okay. Saber tooth Yorkie. Which has, he is, which works out better for them because they don't get the throat and the hip dysplasia yeah. issues, and so life's good. But as she put it, her lap is not that small. Sure. We're not that big. Uh, and so we we got the Yorkie poo, uh, and so yeah, and then we have the cat, which is just like a barn cat. Her parents lived out and came back, and yeah. And how old are the dogs? How long have you had them? So uh, let's see, Tucker is uh, let's see, 2005, so he's 12, uh, and then Gracie is 2006, so she's 11. Oh, okay, so you probably don't have any behavior problems with them. They're kind of old, probably oh, set in their ways. They're both jackasses. <laughs> they're, they're both. They, they're, they're, they're stereotypical little dogs. I mean, it's female, male dogs. Uh, Tucker's a male. Uh, Gracie's a female. Uh, so yeah, the, the Yorkie's a male. The Yorkie who's a female, and, and they're both just, you know, like, like little ankle biters. But, sure. but they are like the greatest people in the world when people come over, which actually backfired when my house was broken into this past weekend. Oh. Because this past weekend. Oh, yeah. Did you guys not hear this story? Oh, no. Oh, I was on Channel 4, Channel 7. Oh, my God. Yada. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Some jackass walked into my house for like all of eight seconds before I walked back in the house because I was just outside smoking. You're shitting me. Oh, yeah, no. That's um, and so video footage, yada, yada. He oh. was caught an hour later because I was pissed and Wait I saw on Facebook. Wait a minute. You walked nice. in while he was in your house? Yeah. I, I, so I'm, I'm sitting. Here's the story. So I'm all sitting right. at home, <laughs> catching up on Game of Thrones. And uh, I decide it's time for a it's time for a smoke break. So I hit pause and I walk out in the garage for smoke. So the video camera footage, uh, basically, he walked up on our back deck like five seconds after I walked out in the garage to grab a smoke. Saw nobody in the house. Tried the back door, the sliding glass door. Uh, it's open because duh, I'm home. Um, walked in our house and I'm pretty sure made it like so. The way, like so, it's the sliding glass door which opens to our kitchen. And there's like a little walkway over to the living room. Do you leave that open often? If we're home, yeah. Okay, mental note. All right, no, never mind. Go ahead. <laughs> so here's the thing. So, like, so, you know, so I'm, I, what happened was, I'm sure, is he walked that way over to the living room, saw the TV, and went, oh shit, that's paused, not off. Yeah, right, right. Because it was next episode, so it was a black screen when I paused it. And then started making his way back out. Well, I finished my smoke. I walk in. He's walking out our sliding glass door. My initial thought wow. was it's one of our neighbors. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because our neighbors come over all the time. We have to, like, dude, I'm the neighborhood bartender. Like, so the neighbors come over. We drink. It's a good thing. I.E. Swingers. <laughs> yeah. I wish. Uh, oh, I wish. I I got Dave figured out. Yeah, 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 yeah. We got it. We got it. We got the number. All right. Uh, so no. So you know. And so he like he walks out, and I'm like, oh hey, and but then he doesn't stop, and so I'm like, hey, and he looks. So uh, I, I go and I grab a flashlight, and I run out, and he's gone. You know what? When you tell the story next time, 
instead of flashlight, say katana. I grab the katana. <laughs> I grab the katana. Plays better. So the part of the story I really don't tell is I grab oh. a flashlight and a Glock. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I like this better. I like this better. I like that. I like but, that. So ran out. He was gone. And so you know, started you know, so the, I called I called nine one one. The cops show up. Um, the, the neighbors see the cops in front of my house. We start trading video camera. Dude, every every house in my sub has video right. cameras. Right? Isn't that something? Oh, wow. Whatever you do now is on video. Oh, I, oh live, in, I, I live in like Uh-oh. Nerd Central, which I'm totally because it's my people. Yeah, yeah. And so like we're trading video footage, and like and one of them, like my neighbor. This moron, like literally, like, just stood in his backyard for like 20 minutes. So we had like the greatest high def, still shot, high res. Now, still now shots. Dave, Dave, let me let me ask you now. The home uh, they were able to extract some of his DNA too. Probably. In order for someone to break into someone's home or walk in, it, it requires a lot of courage, a lot of bravery. Uh, they usually say it's, it's somebody. Well, they usually say it's somebody who's familiar with the neighborhood. Is that what it, what it was with you? As it turned out, no. Really? So, like, so, like, so I so I grabbed the stills and I shared it to my phone on Facebook as a public post because I'm like I usually have my shit really locked down, but I shared it as a public post and I'm like, f this guy. All right, right. This is the guy who just walked into my house, stocking houses on the neighborhood, getting yada. Literally an hour later, somebody a mile away saw him. Uh, called 911. Oh my god! And it was like, hey, this is the guy from that guy's post. Oh my god! And that's the sound of the police. Got him. Wait, was he just some like drug-addled uh, drifter no, trying so he, to? Apparently, he's a 20-year-old dude. So this, I, I do. I want to start a podcast called Conversations with the Detective um, because I've had some amazing conversations with him <laughs> over the course of the past few days. Um, and one of them, he was like, he's like, so he's like, yeah, he's like, you know, so we did the interview. And uh, you know he was, uh, you know he was really repentant, and yet, and I'm like, of course he was. He's, he's sorry he got caught. Oh yeah. And he was like, well, yeah. He's like, so well, 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 one of his baby mamas. And I'm like, wait, wait, wait. One. Let, let's just stop one? right there and reflect for a moment on the fact that a 20 year old that truck up for a second has has multiple baby mamas. Yeah, yeah. Let, let's just stop there for a second. And he's like, yeah. I told him he needed to go out and earn money. I'm like, okay, well, go get a job, MRFer. And the gentleman looks at me deadpan, and he's like. Okay, well, that's what that statement means to you and me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right, right. But so they found this guy. Like, when they caught this guy, he had a backpack full of, like... So like I said, he was in our house for all of, like, eight seconds. Right. Like, there was cash on the table that he walked by that he didn't even grab. Yep. Uh, but, like, his backpack was full of, like, iPads, iPods. Um, he had a gun in his backpack. Wow. Um, Just from, like, open cars and which, open houses? Which, he's been watering in and out of? Yeah, which yeah. led to... Got nailed for oh. 13 felony uh, charges. Yeah, you have a piece so, um, on you. They held him on a $500,000 surety. They're expecting him to be there for a while. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Mom and Dad are not going to be happy about that. Story. Um, the story, uh, you know, the people are represented by two separate but equally important groups. The geeks who are pissed off and go to social media <laughs> and the police officers who catch the offenders. <laughs> these are their stories. Choo-choo. Choo-choo. <laughs> Oh, man. Our civilization is nerds, doomed. Nerds with cameras. Look that. Oh, so he, what did Tucker do when he saw him, when he walked not in? A not a damn thing. Oh, not a damn thing. Not a damn thing. Hi, hi. Not a... The cookie jar's over there. Treats? You want to... Are you my friend? Yes. Do you have treats? Are you my friend? <laughs> that's, that's our dogs. That's... <laughs> It's so good to meet you. Right. It's so good to meet you. New friend, new friend, new friend, new friend, new friend. Yeah. Thanks, you jackass. You're amazing. Yeah. Wow. But, Dave, we're, we're enjoying uh, being on Podcast Detroit Network so much. We appreciate uh, we the home you've created for us and uh, everybody here at the uh, podcast meetup. And uh, thank yeah, you. Yeah, we love, we love enabling stuff like this. I mean, like our whole thing is... Like we're no, we know we're not for everybody, yeah. but like for the folks that want to take it seriously and actually try to make something of it, dude, we're all about it. And that's like, nice. and that's that's really what we want to do. It's a good time. You know, I never expect such lucidity from someone who's dressed as a teddy bear. Yeah, it's amazing. You're, you're, a, you're one of these furries, right? Is that, <laughs> is that what they call you people? Which brings me back to Yomakon, Chris Hansen, yeah. oh. 15-year-old girls dressed as Pikachu. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got a story for you later. <laughs> so are you, are you supposed to be a koala bear or a really, really dirty polar bear? What are you? I'm just, like, like, this is me when I'm comfortable. Like, this is like... All right, I, all right. Okay. I, I, I just living in the skin, man. Just yeah, living right. in the skin. I want to give you a hug right now. You I just got say, my, dude, I got my, like, 
I'm so sad. I felt like I literally had to finally retire the fans that I've had since 1988 oh. because they were falling apart. <laughs> like they could no longer be held together with like duct tape and a prayer. Come on, you're but not I, trying hard enough. I, dude, I, no, I, no, dude, dude literally since 1988, those shoes have stood by me. Um, so I've got the replacement bands on, but life's good. I mean, it's, I, like, this is, we're not. If you see me in a tie, that's a cry for help. And I mean, someone's going to Oh, Dave's about to check I'm out. Being held against uh, my he's will, in a tuxedo. Yes. That's it. <laughs> we're, uh, we're meeting with MEDC tomorrow about our grant for IT and the D and the Career Academy. Oh, nice. Okay. So oh. Probably be dressed just like this. <laughs> they will take you seriously if you are dressed like that. <laughs> You need us. We don't need you. We're good. Yeah. On a serious note, though, I do want to. Exactly. I do want to buy one of these uh, uh, podcast Detroit. You can have one. We have pod, in the studio. The pod det. Because if we do this again, we have to. We have oh, to be representing. Yeah. Next time you guys are in your studio, we'll get you some. Absolutely. Oh, Thank you. All right, we got an email here. You want to do an email? Sure. All right. You can see his. You can see his professional skills here. Uh, I have a pet rabbit. She poops on the floor and sleeps in her litter box. In the, in the paper. Um, she brings her litter box to the couch, and then she pees on me. <laughs> How do I break her of this habit? Hey, Dave. It's a rabbit. Step aside, Dave, while I do the important stuff here. I <laughs> uh, can't wait to hear this. Can you treat? My, my bunny expertise died with Hugh Hefner. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, this does not highlight my expertise, by the way, Jay. Yeah, but are rabbits trainable? They are. They, they are trainable. Are they? Can but, you train uh, them not to pee on you in the middle of the... Middle of the middle of the couch. Well, you know what, you, you can, but it's never reliable. It's yeah, never reliable. especially it doesn't a, seem like you know, it's, it's an like absolute... an adult rabbit. No, you're not yeah. going to be able to, to do a whole lot with it. You know, and and you really have to rely on the good graces of whatever that rob, rabbit brings to the table. So okay. Some of them are just like kind of responsible about that. Others they'll just piss all over themselves. And you know, uh, well, rabbits so, are dirty animals to begin with, aren't they? Well, they're yeah, filthy animals. Yeah, they. Yeah, they are. They are. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. All right. Here's, I got another one about training. This one's a. This one's about a dog. Uh, that not that one. That's for Dr. Yvonne when she's back here. Here's can't one. To, can't wait to see her. I know. Oh no. Okay. Can't wait to see. Her. Anyway. All right. <laughs> I'm like, on. she's missed twice. <laughs> It's okay. <laughs> Next time I see her, I'm gonna I'm gonna give her a hug. That's it. <laughs> High five. All right. So, uh, any trips on house training a nine month old puppy? Uh, I I acquired a, a nine month old pup on Thursday. Uh, he seems to be adjusting well to his new home. His owner said he was house trained, but I'm not sure. He's been uh, having a lot of accidents. I thought it was uh, the newness, but now. I'm sure he never was trained. Uh, I go to the backyard with him frequently, but he won't go there. He seems to save up his pee uh, to mark the neighborhood when we go on walks. Uh, I'm getting him fixed tomorrow, so nine months still intact. He is really uh, underweight, our vet said, and she doesn't think he's uh, getting... He was getting regular vet care. Um, I am told that he had shots, but I can't find any records. Uh, he had two yesterday, um, but he still needs to get his rabies done. Uh, she told me, he goes on, the previous owner told me he went on walks twice a day, but I don't know if he needs more. Um, I tried to put him, he's on a schedule, I put him on a schedule. My son suggested taking him in the backyard on a leash, uh, since he only seems to pee when we go on walks. I tried it, but it didn't work. Uh, I keep doing that. Do you think it's a good idea? He's not crate trained. Uh, he has free run of the house. And uh, he always goes on the tile floor in the dining room, but different spots. I've used enzymatic cleaner on it, but uh, should I try cleaning it more? And what what should I do? I, how do I get him to go outside? Okay, this is, this is an easy one. It's okay. an easy one because... Uh, She's probably doing a lot of things right. It sounds like sounds, it. well, he has free run of the house. That, well, that struck me exactly. That's that's the, uh, the the key element here. You want to control control all the variables. So she says she's got him on a schedule. Most people they'll, they'll say they have their, their pet on a schedule, but 
what a schedule means is exactly at the same time. You feed them at the same time every day. Leave the food down for five minutes, no longer. Leave the water down the rest of the day, that's fine. But feed them at the exact same times. Take them for a walk. When you can't keep an eye on the dog, you make sure they're in a crate, in an area where they can't get into trouble. Yeah. So they're doing, she, she's doing a lot of things right, but some of the things she needs to get a little bit more control of. And that's usually the problem is when the owner turns her back or steps out of the room, that's when the dog makes a mistake. And the, the fact that it's happening kind of like, she's like, well, you know, it happens here, there, kind of. Um, that means she's not controlling all the, all the uh, variables. So get that, get that in hand. Praise the dog every time she, she goes in the right spot, and you'll be fine. Speaking of praising the dog for going in the right spot, Sam's here. Hey, Sam. Hi, Sam. Throw Look the headphones she, on. She's looking for left and right on her, on her headphones. That's it. Hey, Don't Sam. worry about left and right. Yeah, there's Your no ears will right. figure it out. It's all in there. It's, all, it's too high for her. You Should go. give her a phone book to sit on. <laughs> oh, you missed the bit, Sam. It was great. All right. But, uh, no, you, you're, you're okay. You missed something <laughs> that you shouldn't have been part of anyways. <laughs> it's actually so, a true uh, statement. <laughs> so, Sam, uh, thanks for joining us. Uh, glad you're here. Um, we're just so we're bringing in people from, we're at the podcast Detroit Meetup, and we're bringing in people and talking to them um, about their pets. Do you have pets? Get right up on there and scream into that microphone. Wait, what? I can't even hear you. Okay. It's, it's hard to hear. You get those yeah. old ears. You've been to too many rock concerts. Yeah. Those rock bands. What? What kind of pets do you have? I have two pit bulls. You have two pit bulls? Yeah. What are their names? Mac and Sasha. Mac, Mac and, and Sasha. Sasha. Are they both, is it a boy and a girl? or Okay. So are they well behaved? Do they get along? Yeah. Yeah? Pitbulls freak me out. Why? Everybody's like, why? Well, they just freak me out. Aside from all the horrendous things they've done, yes. And and I know that they're the they can be the sweetest, yeah. kindest, loving, gentlest, like most dogs are. Yeah. But it's just when they make a mistake, it's a really big bad mistake, they and I just see that mistakes. big noggin, and I'm like, I'm gonna be freaking lunch, man. Yeah. It just it freaks me out. It's just my personal preference. You know, years ago, I would I would never have one. I never begrudge anybody for having them, but they free they honestly, honest to God, they freak yeah. me out. The you know, city I live in does not allow pit bulls. There's a and city that's a shame. That's that a does shame. not allow that type of breed in the city, and it, it kind of bugs me because that's I would sad. love to have a pit bull. Yeah. You know, and then your vet will like do paperwork that's called the American yeah. Terrier. Right, right. I saw it's not a pit bull. It's an American Terrier. I don't know what you people are talking about. So, but you've never had a problem with them. No. No, how, how old are they? How old are they? I think there's like, I think they're like five and like three. Five and three. So you lived in Texas for a while, yeah. and then came here. Yeah. So did you have these pups in Texas? Oh, you got them when you got here. Okay. Because they're older. You've only been here for. I had one when I was there. I'm sorry, he was a stray. We found him there. Oh, you found him in Texas? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, and then you brought him here. Yeah. So you're importing your problems. Yeah. Wait a minute. Are you are you from here or from Texas? I'm from here. What, what were you doing in Texas? She was born here. Okay. Her parents like set her out to pasture. Yeah. <laughs> she spent six years in Texas. Eleven. And then came back. Eleven years in Texas. Why? That's where her mom moved. They just wanted to move. Yeah, they're like, let's do it. I'm like, okay. Where about in Texas? They heard about the Yellow Rose and they wanted to go. They remembered the Alamo. That is it. Check out the basement. When you got to Texas, did they look at you and go, "Slow down, cowpoke"? You in Texas, man? Are you ever going back? You found the one as a stray. And you brought it, but you have you have still a family in Texas, like because uh, I met your stepsister, right? Yeah. And uh, she's still there, so some of your family's still there. But no, I was just curious if they were Michigan dogs or if they were Tejas dogs. Okay. They get along. There's not uh, you know cross state rivalries there. No big Texas A and M uh, and Michigan State battles going on. No. Okay. The dogs don't get into that. They don't wear their little college sweaters and yell at each other. What are some of their favorite pastimes you like to do with them? Oh, I don't know. We just sleep all the time in the same bed. Rock on. Well, Sam, we're glad you you came and uh, hang out with us. We appreciate the stuff that you do helping out with the show. Thank you, Sam. Thank you, Sam. You're awesome, Sam. You are wonderful. Um, 
I got There's a news story here. I found this, and it's uh, Brian. I thought this might Where's tickle. The mail? Thought, the mail? thought this might tickle you. This okay. news story here. Tickle me. Um, yeah. So mystery man found dead next to pet snake. What? <laughs> mystery man found dead next to pet snake. Police are looking into whether a man from Hampshire was killed by his pet snake. So your dogs have never tried to do you in, have they? No. no. Apparently the snake. Not so much. Uh, Daniel Brandon's body was found at his home on August 25th with serious injuries. Yeah, he was dead. <laughs> uh, it's reported that one of his pets, a python, was found near him out of its pen. Okay, if you have a python, you need more than a pen. Yeah. I think, uh, you know, the baby gate ain't <laughs> enough. <laughs> the baby gate. <laughs> it's a I'm going to take an nap over here. You stay on that side of the baby gate. It's a, it's a gated. It's Get gated, back in right? there, snake. Oh, you little scamp. <laughs> the 30... <laughs> this man's dead. We're making fun. Well, all know. right. I started it. The 31-year-old man from uh, Church Crookham was said to be... Uh, was said to have experienced... An, uh, he was supposed to be an experienced animal handler. Um, so, so far as death is being treated as suspicious. Uh, the coroner's inquest... I just love that. The coroner's inquest... Uh, found that Daniel died from asphyxiation. Asphyxiation. Did he go out uh, in excess style? <laughs> Michael Hutchins. Uh, <laughs> uh, and the snake had not been ruled out in the investigation. The coroner of North Hampshire, Andrew Bradley, told the Newsbeat a snake w- uh, was found in the room where the man died. Uh, on Daniel's social media pages, there's lots of photos of him posing with his snakes, including the huge Burmese python. Uh, he owned a number of other similar snakes. Pythons kill by wrapping themselves around their prey and squeezing tighter and tighter, uh, but they rarely kill humans. See, that was really smart on the snake's part. Yeah. Because uh, if I was a snake, I would have run away. Oh, sure. Right? He just <laughs> hung out. He hung out. He's like, you know what? I'm going to tell him. I don't know what happened. I don't know what happened. Yep. So the hurry in Hampshire reptile rescue told Newsbeat, uh, there's never been a case of a python killing somebody in Britain before. Uh, they only kill uh, what they can eat. Wait, uh, Jamie, you, yeah. weren't, you weren't part of the Animal Talk show when um, Mark referred to me as uh, Brian Snakebite Donovan. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So you remember that? You I, got pun- I, I wasn't there for that photo shoot, yeah. but uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I got yeah. You got punched in the face by a big albino. That was you? That was me, yeah. I got, I got bit my whole face. I had a, a row of teeth marks under my eye and another one under my chin. Wow. So it actually bit my whole face. Did it, did it bite you? I thought it just punched you. No, it bit me. I, oh. My face was bloody. Right on. So did the photo shoot end there? Yeah. And the photographer, this, this is the old days where, you know, before digital photography, he's like, I think I got that. I think I, <laughs> I think I got that. Click, 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 click. And they're making they, these uh, they? autograph cards. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah when we were at, when we were at uh-huh. a real radio station, when you know people gave it crap. And uh, no, he did. Picture in the lobby. He didn't get it, but uh, the autograph cards were. The, it, it was so funny because I had my dog on my lap, and my dog was sitting on my lap, yeah. kind of looking out of the corner. I of think you wanted to eat your dog. And there was a snake. The dog's like, "What the hell are we doing?" That was yeah. The snake was wrapped around all of us, and the snake was like. Out to my left, and the dog kind of knew it. So it was the, a whippet. Yeah. So the, uh, the the handler he believed that the the snake was trying to bite my dog. Right, right. And I was kind of in between. Yeah. Because this was this was a snake that had visited thousands of school kids. Right, right. And and the handler was devastated because now he could he can't take the, the snake yep. around anybody because he's bitten a person. So. Yeah. So the, the so in a weird way he kind of blamed me for it. Yeah. Like, Are you serious? I'm the one. My face is exploding with blood, and it's my fault. What did you do? Yeah, exactly. What did you do? Good God, sir. Um, oh, my God. That's, uh, we're, running, we're running low dangerously. So real quick, bro, yeah. that last story kind of reminded me of a, a, an author by the name of Sidney Sheldon. Yeah. One of his stories, yeah. I'm being eaten by a boa constrictor, a boa constrictor, a boa constrictor. Oh, constrictor. oh gee. It's up to my ear. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, I don't have the sound effect, but uh, it's time for a little funny before we go. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. Here we go. Oh, yeah. Why does this always make me nervous? I know, it should. 
Uh, hey, Brian. Hey, Jamie. Hey, what goes tick-tock, bow-wow, tick-tock, bow-wow, tick-tock, bow-wow? I don't know, Jamie. A, a, a watchdog. <laughs> See, that's why Sam's here, because she'll laugh at him. Yeah, Sam, Brian, don't, don't encourage him. <laughs> there you go, bad animal joke. Uh, of the week, and that uh, that's going to do it for us uh, this week at Animal Talk. Matt Fox, thank you. You're welcome. Thanks for being here. No, thanks, uh, for thanks, man. Sam, thanks for all the work. Being here, podcast Detroit. Thank you, Sam. Thanks for applying uh, us with ales the whole time we're doing this. Brian and uh, I, thank you all for joining us. Uh, AnimalTalkRadio.com is the website. Uh, Animal Talk Radio on Twitter and Instagram and all the business. Uh, Jamie at AnimalTalkRadio.com if you want to send in your questions and we'll say disparaging things about you and then answer your question. <laughs> Uh, that's how we roll, and uh, we.